0: I can't walk. I cannot walk. I am unable to walk. I am wheelchair-bound as a result of living with spina bifida. This is a fact, my reality, and my truth. Yet, growing up throughout my childhood I became all too familiar with the phrase there is no such word as can. While I can understand the idea of saying I can't do something was perceived as negative it did not equal any negative feelings that were felt by me as a result of not being able to walk. I wasn't depressed, it didn't make me sad, I didn't struggle with not being able to do some things the other kids could. It was just me stating something that was the truth about my situation and to this day it still is. I did end up feeling like in some way I was being pressured to feel and think all those things about myself and my life. Toxic positivity is a real thing. A few months ago I wrote a post on person first language and at the time I had no idea about identity first language. Person first language identifies an individual as someone with a disability started with a name and it would include such things as school or career, hobbies, and interests above a person's disability. I personally think this is the way it should be but also see the benefits of using identity-first language. Identity-first language, IFL, is described as placing a disability-related term first in a phrase. Many with a disability may prefer this type of language because they believe that their disability is an important part of who they are and they would not be the same without it. As someone disabled from birth I can relate to this thinking. As mentioned above I also recognize and identify as a person first language type person. Perhaps this was developed mostly by the above mentioned idea that can was a bad word for me to relate myself to by others. I also think that whether someone identifies as a person first or identity first it is a personal choice and neither is bad. An example of identity first would be an introduction that may look like hi, my name is Jane and I have spina bifida. An example of person first language would be hi, my name is Jillian. I'm a student at CSFU majoring in mental health studies. As you can see in the examples given, mainly due to societies, one has a negative feel to it and the other a more positive look on disability. In many formal settings, the general rules that must be followed are those of person-first language. While this can be or seem like an ideal option, it may not be. The best way to navigate this is by asking the person which preference. I see many benefits to each and can see why identify first language, as well as person-first language, have positive and negative effects. Being born disabled means that it's all I've ever known so that means it's always been part of my life and it does shape me as a person. It impacts my life on a daily basis and there is no escaping it. Without a point of reference to what it's like to be an abled person, I don't feel like anything is missing from my life and I've had to accept it as it is something not curable. Someone who has become disabled as a result of something such as an accident may not feel the same as I do about identity first language as they may not be in a place of accepting the disability yet still hoping for a cure Depending on the person and situation should determine which language is best used Using identity first language with someone who's newly disabled where you include or attach the disability to who they are could potentially have effects on the person's emotional well-being Even with someone who has been disabled like me identifying with the disability can be a struggle The result can be people assuming and thinking that the only part of me that is important is my disability. The biggest concern I see using either identity first or person first is that both can be harmful to a person. It is not a good thing to see a person with a disability or a disabled person when it's from an all-consuming idea that the disability is all that a person is or all that is important. Regardless of the reason a person is disabled, We must always remember they are a person not getting caught up in positives or negatives, what a person can or cannot do but most importantly that they are people who are living and dealing with things that need to be acknowledged so that the proper support can be given. Whether a person identifies with identity first or person first languages neither is an excuse to ignore a disability and all that comes with it or treating someone as less than a person because of a disability. Either option has both pros and cons as all things do. Each one is dependent on the situation and the person which must be taken into account at all times. Neither one should be viewed as good or bad and neither one is less than or more positive or negative than the other. It's an individual's choice and they should have the right to choose without that choice being seen as the wrong one or the right one. Nothing is ever one size fits all. It is never right to lose sight of a person, their thoughts, feelings, decisions. This could lead to mistaking a person as being unimportant or superhuman.